Hello, everybody. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Chibi Business. It's one of the smaller, shorter episodes from 900 Years in the Future, where we talk about things that are not necessarily the main Sailor Moon anime timeline. And today, I think we're going to have a very good time talking to our guest, a future guest of the main series of Sailor Business. Stella Cheeks is here. Stella, how are you? Pretty good. I'm really excited. This uh, Being on this podcast was... Uh, like uh, it's re- I'm really excited because it's part of my whole like experience coming into this fandom. So it's like a weird, like complete circle for me. <laughs> right. That's what we wanted to talk about. Cause a uh, Jordan's not here so we can have fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and B I wanted to talk to you about your uh, history with Sailor Moon, which is something that we normally discuss when uh, we introduce our guests on the main show. But I thought you had enough to talk about that uh, we could devote an entire chibi set to it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Starting with the basics, you had never watched Sailor Moon before nope. recently? I have never watched an episode of Sailor Moon since uh, before January of this year, 2019. <laughs> okay. Uh, was <laughs> it something that you were aware of as a kid? Uh, Vaguely, uh, I okay. I'm gonna like blaspheme right off the top. I love cartoons. I grew up watching tons of cartoons. There was something about anime that like never connected with me. I I tried it a couple times as a kid, and I tried it again in college. And maybe I was just watching the wrong ones. And Sailor Moon wasn't one of them, so obviously I was watching the wrong ones. Um, <laughs> but it just it it never clicked with me. So it was always like just. And and I kind of lumped it in with like, well, I don't, I just don't really like anime. It's not my thing, so I don't go out of my way to watch it. I had friends who were really into it and stuff, but you know, it also being like a, a nerdy kid growing up, you have or now you have so many things you're into that sometimes you're like, it's okay that I don't like that one thing. I don't have other hours in my day to devote to this other fandom. So I, it was always just a thing that I was like, it's okay that I don't like anime. So yeah, I never never even watched like a clip of it really as a kid or uh, anything <laughs> nothing wow okay well i mean first of all here here's the secret uh, i also don't like anime <laughs> like I, there's there's uh the best one which is this one and correct and i i guess that's that's not entirely true because i also watch other uh anime for uh tiny children like little witch academia <laughs> i think is really fun that's kind of it Oh, see, I tried Little Witch Academia, and I hated it. There's too much yelling. <laughs> it takes a minute, but I think it really does uh, pick up. And and by the end of it, when they're doing the the thing that, like, 100% never fails to get me, where, like, someone makes a bunch of friends, and then all those friends come back uh, <laughs> at the end, and they're like, now you helped us, and now we've got to help you. Like, literally every time that happens in anything, I'm like, all yes. In. This is unexpected and good. <laughs> uh, but I remember when I was a uh, youngster, uh, anime was such a, like, weirdly, I, I, I mean, I'm, this is a very on the nose word, but it was such a foreign concept uh-huh. that it was so different and you knew it wasn't from America. So 
you would kind of hunt down anything. And so you would end up watching anything and there was no real way to tell if it was good or not because you were a child. <laughs> so <Right. laughs> I watched a lot of bad anime as a kid just because it was a time when there was a, a novelty to it and a rarity to it that, uh, you know, I, I remember a time when Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon were not on television every day, uh, which is now now that you can just get anime where now that you can just get little witch academia fully dubbed on uh, netflix whenever you want you children today don't know how good you have it spoiled <laughs> part of the reason i stayed away from sailor moon too is because i had a big misconception of what it was i thought that yeah, i was gonna ask you if you uh, were aware of it at all like if you had impressions of it yeah i thought it was way more serious than it was for some reason. I thought that <laughs> I'm serious. I thought that Sailor Moon was like this like bad bitch. And they're like 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 posse of girls and they were just like a, a regular superhero team. I didn't think that it was like so funny and so like fun. I was just like because the anime that I had happened to watch was always so fucking serious that I was like, man, I can't do this. <laughs> I really can't do this. Um but then uh when I I edited my first real clip of watching it is a friend of mine wanted to do a Sailor Jupiter burlesque act. And she was like, can you edit this track together for me? So she gave me like six songs with the words Jupiter in it or thunder in it. And then a bunch of clips from the show. And so I was watching the clips to pull them to edit this, the song together. And I was like, Oh, this seems funnier than I anticipated. This seems not bad. Oh, okay, maybe maybe I'll watch this someday. But before that, which was sometime in 2018, I had never even seen like a clip. Wow. Okay, so you thought <laughs> you scared. thought Sailor Moon was a very serious uh, <laughs> action anime. Yes, I did. <laughs> a real uh, Dragon Ball Z experience. I guess Dragon Ball Z probably even is not as serious as you were thinking. A real Golgo 13. Yeah, I thought it was serious. All the anime I had happened to watch up to then was like real fucking serious and boring. So this and this was something that just like a, a impression that just never went away until <laughs> until last year. Yep, correct. Now, did you know people who were like into Sailor Moon? Like obviously you had uh, the uh, Sailor Jupiter burlesque act yes. which is intriguing <laughs> it's very good i have to say the music edit is excellent <laughs> <laughs> so did you have people that would would ever mention it and you were just like oh i don't like that uh serious drama <laughs> that's serious political drama about this moon queen <laughs> um i not in like high school or like that like formidable time and then i think whenever anybody would mention it because I was always like the nerdiest friend and like they would always be like, oh, you must like this. I'd be like, no, 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 that's like a thing I don't like. Surprise. I don't know everything. <laughs> but then when I got older and started doing Nerdlesque, um, which is nerdy burlesque, I would run into a lot more people who really liked it. And I, I would just say that. I would be like, oh, yeah, that's just not really my thing. And they would be like, I think you would like it. I'd be like, eh, I'm busy. I don't know. I don't have time for this. <laughs> um, yeah, so not really. Uh, so – what was the what was the turning point? Like what was what was the moment where you were finally like, okay, now it is time. Now I must embrace my savior, Usagi Skino. Uh 
it's kind of sad. So just like prepare for that. <laughs> yeah, we'll put them. We'll put in some sad music. We'll put like the the <laughs> yeah. sad piano music from Hulk in here. Um. So. Earlier this year, my grandfather passed away really suddenly, and he was like a dad to me. It was like a real, like he was sick, but he wasn't really sick. And then he was like dead, essentially. Um, And so I had gone, I like went back home to Michigan, and I was like there for the final hours, and I had like pretty traumatic experience. And then I came home and felt terrible, obviously, because like, this very important person in my life just died and I wasn't prepared for it. And so I just kind of was like, I just want to watch happy stuff. Like I can't, can't watch anything serious or whatever. So I, I watched the, the first season of, um, She-Ra on Netflix just came out. So I was like, I'm just going to sit here and watch this. And of course that's great. Love that. And it made me, but there, you know, made me feel, you know, happy for a small amount of time when I was watching (laughs) like bright colors and like girl power. Um, and then that ended because there was only a you know a short season. Oh, and then also right when I came back from Michigan, it was uh, like a snowstorm in Chicago. So I had three days off of work. All my school was canceled. And so I was just stuck <laughs> at home surrounded by snow and like I couldn't do anything. And I, oh, there was only like eight episodes of the She-Ra show. And I was like, man, I just want to watch like an, another cartoon with like a girl. <laughs> Honestly, this was my thought process. I was like, I want to watch a like girl power cartoon show. And then I, I remember my friend, when I edited her track, she was like, you know, a ton of it's on Hulu. You could watch it. And I was like, yeah, yeah I'll get to it someday. So I was like, well, maybe I'll just, I'll just try this sailor moon thing. And then it became like a, like a weird, like emotional solve for me for like, like my grieving process. I was like, Oh, when I feel sad, I can just watch this weird, like teenager (laughs) turn into a moon princess and fight these sexy monsters. This makes me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) That's the show. That's it. You got it. Yeah. You did it. (laughs) Which, Which is part of the reason I, I watched so much of it so fast. And I dove really headfirst into the fandom. Cause I was like, this is, I need something to distract me. I need something to distract me. And that's kind of how I was like, all right, I'm buying the mangas. I'm, I'm on the like fan fiction boards. I'm on, like I'm, I'm deep in this fandom because I, I needed a distraction, but it also was great. And now I have this fun new fandom that I never, ever thought I would have. It's, it's interesting to me that you uh, went to Sailor Moon from uh, She-Ra because th- those shows are not comparable at all. And one no. certainly not massively influenced the other. <laughs> In everything, including the transformation <laughs> sequence. Uh, yeah, it was a nice. I didn't. I didn't even think about that honestly until afterwards, and I was like, "Oh no, that makes sense." Did you like after you went through Sailor Moon? Like, did you start noticing stuff? Because there's like, there's like specific shots that are recreated in like Steven Universe, in in Shira, in all these like you know shows that we have now that are being made by people who grew up with Sailor Moon. Oh, absolutely. I really noticed it in Steven Universe. Like after I watched Steven Universe after watching Sailor Moon, I was like, oh yeah, okay. But it's like, I kind of, I kind of love it. I love how, you know, you can see, I, cause I, again, I, I didn't really have a concept of what Sailor Moon was. Like I knew it was big and I knew people liked it. I knew Sasha Banks really liked it. <laughs> like yep. that's, you know, but to see how influential it was. And, um, I'm in grad school and I was, uh, I don't think I was. Yeah, I was. I was TAing at the time. And my teacher uh, is a 
big nerd. And I was telling her, I was like, oh yeah, I'm getting to Sailor Moon. And she was like, great, let's talk about it. I have a lot of feelings about Sailor Moon. And it also became a way for me to connect with uh, my friends and people I know in a new way because people who love Sailor Moon, as you know, really, really love it. So it, it was fun to have like a, a community aspect to it. <laughs> I feel like there are very few casual fans of Sailor Moon in the way that uh, that if people don't know, so you are also uh, big into the professional wrestling, uh, which is something else yes. that we can talk I... about since Jordan's not here. <laughs> it's all I talk about. <laughs> and I feel like there are also very few at least like now and at least like in the sort of circles that we travel in or travel in no one's a casual wrestling fan anymore <laughs> like you know especially now that you know there's this weird similarity of you know if you have hulu you can watch any episode of sailor moon whenever you want like you, you can go and watch uh crystal clear destiny is its uh dub title and i cannot remember you know the one the one where uh where everything everybody finds out everything about everybody in the first season uh oh yeah you can, yeah. <laughs> yeah you can go watch you know the, the the best episodes of sailor moon all the time just like you can go watch the 1985 uh steel cage match between tully blanchard and magnum ta anytime that you want and those are the <laughs> two things i have tattoos of <laughs> do you have a tally list where you're like oh i got in my three mentions of that cage match today <laughs> it's so good though and it's very Sailor Moon-esque <laughs> in a way that I don't think people appreciate. Well, make that a chibi and Make Jordan watch that. Oh, would love to. Would absolutely love to. Uh, also, it's it's funny that you mentioned um, Sasha Banks, because I, I have been following Sasha Banks' Tumblr for a long time, and it is hilarious because it is functionally indistinguishable from anyone else's Tumblr. <laughs> that i follow it's, yeah. it's all just like sailor moon gifts and like i'm so tired of fake friends <laughs> and and like occasionally eddie guerrero shows up it's like sasha's like most genuine form on tumblr which is should yes. be like that's what tumblr is supposed to be <laughs> very much so very much so uh so did you like clearly you did in fact find sailor moon to be a comforting presence Yes. <laughs> and she's a bad bitch, but in a different way than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, look, you, you had it right all this time. You just didn't know it. <laughs> Is there something about like the the repetition of it where like it's there's so much that is uh that happens in every episode and that happens in every season? Because I know when I was uh hugely depressed, what I did was I watched all eight hundred uh plus episodes of power rangers that existed at the time and the repetition of the second half of the episode being the exact same every time was really like calming and meditative for me yeah absolutely it like it yeah it's almost like a it's like a weird trance where you're like i can just stare at this thing and i there won't be any big surprises my emotions will li live at a very like level like a very level thing where I don't have any surprises, <laughs> like, especially cause like when it, at the time the shows that me and my husband were watching or fiance at the time, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, we're all like really stressful shows, like, you know, game of Thrones. And, uh, he was watching the Sopranos at like rewatching the Sopranos at the time. And I was like, I cannot handle this. <laughs> I cannot handle this. I need bright colors and cool transformations and sexy monsters. <laughs> 
Yeah, watching uh, watching six seasons of Game of Thrones in two weeks, which is how I did that, uh, is a very wow. different experience from watching, yeah. <laughs> uh, say, a season of Sailor Moon. Yeah, I also like. I don't. I don't know if this is like. I know that it's probably controversial. I don't care. I have no like background in this, but. The new dub really helped me because I didn't I'm I'm not a big anime person, so I was like, I'm not gonna sit here and read subtitles while I'm sad. That's that's not happening. Um and the new dub I really, really liked. And I don't have any of the um allegiances, so like Luna to me just sounds like the Luna I watch. Like obviously I know what she sounded like in the past, but nothing was like heartbreaking. It was all like fresh to me. Um and I liked all the voices and I liked the new dub and I found it really accessible. So that was like a nice way to bring me into the fandom instead of having to like search through YouTube for like complete episodes of a you know Sailor Moon with like an English dub because subtitles when you're sad is not <laughs> it's not gonna happen for me. I do wish that the 90s dub was available in some form if, if for no other reason than like historical preservation like it is it is a version of the show that means a lot to a lot of people and does not seem to be extant at the moment. Yeah, it is uh, weird like, that, that it's not available at all. And honestly, you know, listening – part of the reason I liked listening to your guys' podcast while I was watching it, because, again, I dove real headfirst into this fandom, um, was because I got to hear clips and hear the differences between the old ones. And so even though I didn't grow up with the old dub, like, I still felt like I had a, a solid knowledge. So if I ever got, like, nerd tested, I'd be like, oh, no, I got, I got this background. Um, but, yeah, it would be nice to – especially as somebody who's new to the fandom to be like, oh, I wonder what that episode was like instead of having to, like, do a lot of work which i'm not gonna do <laughs> well well they were cousins in, i, knew, I am aware of that that is, a, that is a meme <laughs> that is a meme that i knew of before and i was like oh okay that's like the one thing i knew it's like i think that these ones are lesbians <laughs> yeah uh i annie creighton uh just going they're just so cousins <laughs> is the thing i think about every time those characters show up uh but yeah we are uh I, I don't know if if Jordan has heard it, but I know I am very uh, positive about the uh, the Viz dub uh, as it exists right now. Like the, the new dub, I think is extremely good. Uh, in fact, I was playing um, Horizon Zero Dawn the other day, and I was like, "Oh, that voice sounds so familiar." And then I once I I finished, I was watching the credits, and oh, it's Sailor Venus. The voice is familiar because <laughs> it's uh it's, it's Sailor Venus, which I had a nice pleasant feeling about because I got to think about Sailor Venus for a little bit while I was shooting robot dinosaurs in a positive way. <laughs> yes. I mean, I am usually very positive towards uh, Minako. I think she's great. I, I love them all. Uh, so <laughs> you, you got through and, and this is what I thought was hilarious. Cause you told me this. Um, I, I think I first contacted you about being on the show when you were, uh, sort of just barreling on through it or or had recently done a huge chunk of it yeah but then i asked you if you wanted to come on for the final season and you were like mm, kind of got stopped at the horse <laughs> i was like ah, yes. yeah. i understand i know the feeling of that it's really hard to push through and i like and that part of me they like completest part of me is like there's only 200 episodes like don't skip you have like power through but like that pegasus shit is so bad yeah it's it's not also like the monsters suck i don't like the monsters at all like the the main monsters like the you know the minions that they come out with the the last episode i watched 
she was like a, a giant sexy balloon <laughs> and she was like suffocating a tuxedo mask and she was fun but like the guy that like conjures her up through his like dream mirror and all of the like night circus stuff I don't or I don't like they suck they suck I have some I have some some good news and bad news for you okay <laughs> there are like th- the the balloon people are a family and there's like three of them oh excellent <laughs> and they will continue showing up the good news is it's great every time one of those weird balloon people show up <laughs> uh, so so i can assume then that you really enjoyed uh the supers season oh, yeah that was with, amazing uh, wait no is supers with the horse or is Super super S with the horse. God, I don't know the the one with the cousins. S S S, S has yeah. You enjoyed the Professor Tubaway episodes because yes. it's all just weird, sexy monsters. Yes, that was great. I don't know. I know you know burlesque dancer. I love weird, sexy monsters. That's my whole thing. <laughs> I was dressed up like a sexy wolf man last night. I want. We have talked about this on the show before. I desperately want there to be a. Uh, like a Sailor Moon burlesque show, but like no one's allowed to be a Sailor Scout. Like everyone has to be, everyone has to be one of the weird, sexy monsters that Professor Tomoe makes in his uh, Easy Bake Oven sexy monster machine. <laughs> and then have the host be dressed up like Professor Tomoe, who just like cackles into the microphone. Yes. Uh, everyone, like the host is uh, a weird pervert with opaque glasses uh, who eats <laughs> convenience store snacks the whole time. It's a, it, it's a great I- show. It is not marketable, <laughs> but it would be great. I feel like it is more marketable than you give it credit for. Because they're like in Chicago, there's a drag show called Geek House, and they've done two Sailor Moon shows. Um, and not all of them have been, you know, scouts. Most of them are scouts, obviously. Uh, but that that always has a huge crowd because people love Sailor Moon and they're like, oh yeah, I'll go to that. And you can also trick your audience and be like, it's a Sailor Moon show. And you're like, psych, here's all the weird monsters. Remember Volley Boobs? Here she is. <laughs> uh all right, and, and our next act, this person will be dressed up as a giant shoe, but with great <laughs> legs. Fantastic <laughs> legs on that giant shoe. Ooh, elephant vacuum cleaner. That one would be a good one. <laughs> oh, yes. The 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 dirt bike, the vacuum cleaner, the shoe. <laughs> All all these weirdos, all these huge weirdos. Uh, so, what was your? Th- that would have been your experience of watching later seasons. But like, what was the initial run like? And, and how long did it take you to get through? Because even if you if you got all the way up to the horse, you you got through a pretty big <laughs> chunk of it uh, beforehand. Yeah, and I'm like, I still am like slowly watching the horse. So I'm, I think I'm at like episode one thirty four. So I'm like, I I'm beginnings of the horse i guess you can just skip, um, just literally just skip to the start of stars because I, they wrap up they wrap up the season in the first six episodes oh really maybe i will yeah um it's, it, it's actually one of the most interesting things about uh uh supers is that the season ends and Nehellenia is like still around and then like the start of stars like the first six episodes are just what the season finale of the previous season should have been and no horse. Oh, maybe I will skip it. Cause this, and then circle back when I have uh, a copious amounts of time that I don't care about. So, so what was your initial impression? Like, like what, what was the first thing that you saw where you were like, okay, actually this is good and I'm going to watch a hundred plus episodes of this? Honestly, the realization that Usagi was 
kind of a mess was really endearing to me. And especially like me, sad sack sitting in my like blanket fort. I was like, yeah, she doesn't have her life together either. And she's a princess. <laughs> and that was like, that was really nice. And, and also there's so much like love on the show. And even when they have, you know, scary monsters or whatever, like they were like friends and there was so much love and positivity that I I got why people really connected with the show, which sounds so basic. Like she's a mess, but she has like friends, but like, that's the whole point of the show. And that made me feel better. Like, yeah, I'm a mess, but I have friends too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the show. That's the entire thing. You got it. That's the show. Also, um, when I was making that track for Helena Handbasket, who does the Jupiter thing, she kept being like, oh my God, you're such a Mars. You're such a Mars. And I was like, I don't know what these words mean. <laughs> Thank you, I guess. Yeah, she has black hair and bangs. So do I. Cool. But then watching the show, I was like, kind of gobsmacked. I was like, oh, wow. Yep. Uh-huh. I feel like called out with each of these episodes, especially the episode where Ray runs her own talent show. And she had yep. that line that was like, oh, I guess I'll just have to host the show and prepare everything and do everything myself. And I was like, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I feel really attacked right now. <laughs> that's fantastic. Because that is a, that that is like, that's like the Rosetta Stone episode for sailor mars like I, I feel like that is the one where you're like okay i get this character now yeah <laughs> she's not she's not just terrible to Sagi like she was in the first season i see i am somebody less more that i'm like an, a functioning adult that has like awareness of my actions i am somebody that like <laughs> i'm a i'm the friend that's like, that if like? It, well it's okay <laughs> It's kind of sad if you know if you're like paying attention to everything you do. <laughs> <laughs> but like my way of showing like my friends that I like love them would be to like kind of make fun of them. And I would like joke and be like, yeah, if I'm mean to you, that means I like you. If I don't talk to you, that means I hate you. <laughs> Which is like you have to learn this like weird psychosis of mine before you can be my friend. And so like I understood what Ray was like. I was like, yeah, she doesn't know how to be a friend so she's gonna be an asshole so i i related to her in you know the first season even though i was listening to you guys at the time being like she's the worst i'm like no she's not she's misunderstood it's it's just I, I think we figured this out as we go on like it's a characterization that really works when she's not stuck in a weird holding pattern for as long as she is like ray's really good if if that first season is 20 episodes long yeah. instead of 50 <laughs> I think. But uh but here we are. Alas. Uh so what uh what would you say were the the highlights of your watch? Like what did you what episodes did you really enjoy? Oh man. Honestly, I I wish I had gone back and looked at them more. I watched them so fast. I watched the first season, the whole first season in like 3 days. <laughs> like so they're all That's kind a of, lot. yeah, they're kind of like an episode to me. <laughs> like it's a really long movie. Um, Cause again, I was just, it was like a snow day and I just like sat there in, in my like pajamas and I was like, let's do this. I slowed down a little bit for like season two and then um, season three, I watched at like a human pace. So I watched the first three seasons <laughs> in, I would say two months. You know, I like mainlined the first one and then I like slowed down and then I got stuck on the horse and I've been stuck on the horse for seven months now. <laughs> 
Um, the horse is tough. Yeah, it's really tough. I really enjoyed um, the uh, Black Moon Clan stuff. Uh, I I loved mm-hmm. all the the uh, Dark Lady stuff. Uh, I love that her whole thing was like, oh, man, nobody came to my birthday, so I'm going to be mean and goth. <laughs> I thought that was so yeah. stupid and delightful. Uh, Dark, Dark Lady is like one of the best things about Sailor Moon. I, yeah. I, I truly believe that. The costume design is great. And also, like, I I really do love the, like, shoddy, like, backstory. Like, this, this like, entity is trying to, like, emotionally manipulate this child. And he's like, gosh, she doesn't have a lot to pull from. Um, that one time <laughs> that they forgot their birthday. Let's ratchet that up to 100. <laughs> I think it's really funny. And also, the, yeah, the characterization is just super cool. I loved all the witches five stuff. I like all the villains. Like that's, that's how I related to things as a kid too. I was like, hocus pocus and hocus pocus. The villains are the good guys. Right. So I I really liked all the witches five stuff, uh, except for the, the one that was like really into like pop stars and stuff. She was kind of annoying. She, she'd pushed me a little. You didn't like Mehmet? No, she was the best. I liked it for about like half of the time she was on the show. She's so weird. I love her. Yeah, no. But yeah, like the Witches Five in general are uh, very, very, very good. Yeah, so it's it's hard for me to pull out individual episodes because again, I like mainlined it in a way that blurs it all together. <laughs> um, again, the Ray Talent Show one was a big moment for me. <laughs> I was like, yes, this is why people think that I am her. Correct. <laughs> very, very uh, type A running this personality show. This uh, this uh, talent show. Uh, was there anything that that stuck out as being like memorably not good, uh, other than than Pegasus? <laughs> yeah, because that's you know the main one. I know that there were. I feel bad. I really should have gone back and looked because, of course, there like there's a lot of episodes and they are so similar that sometimes you're like, okay, I get it. Uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head, honestly. Like the worst ones right now, I'm like deep into this terrible pegasus stuff and so that oh well you know what the like doom tree stuff is really hit or miss <laughs> that stuff was like rough those uh aliens are because they were like sexy brother and sister and you're like i don't know what's happening here are you guys trying to make each other jealous are you guys trying to have sex with this tree what's happening yeah it's so i was glad when the black men clan showed up everybody remembers that season being good and it is not and I don't know why we all remember it being good until we go back and watch it. Uh, and then it turns Probably out... Probably because you guys were like kids. <laughs> yeah. Kids have dumb memories. Maybe. <laughs> also, also to be fair, uh, Alan and Anne have very good designs. I, I quite like the design. Yeah, I mean, they look cool. But that's it. Sexy but... space brother and sister. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy space brother and sister. <laughs> were there... Uh, obviously Mars, but like, did any... And you said you were surprised that Usagi turned out to be a very so so not serious like you expected. Nope, not a serious badass. Nope, which is very funny. Uh, were there any other characters that you you saw and you were like, oh, the, this this is this is great? Other than the villains, are just the villains? No, no, no. I mean, all the Sailor Scouts. Like, I I mean, I obviously love all the Scouts. I know I, I you know Mars is my girl, but I. Like, I like uh, Venus's weird, like, pun thing where she gets everything wrong. I find it to be stupid and endearing. I like Venus a lot. And I know that in a lot of the episodes, she was 
pretty boring, but I also was reading the manga at the same time. So I think that influenced what I was like, perce- or, like perceiving because it kind of all melded together. Um, but I liked how stupid she was <laughs> with her dumb puns. And I mean, they, I, I really like them all. I do. Uh, I loved the introduction of the Outer Scouts. Honestly, that was really confusing for me when I first started watching because like I had seen, you know, all the pictures of Sailor Moon and stuff on the internet. And I was like, I thought there were more of them. There's only five. Okay. <laughs> and then when the Outer Scouts came, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, there's more, there's more. They're introducing them. Um, so that was fun to be like, shouldn't there be nine of these? <laughs> shouldn't there be more of them? Well, okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about this fandom. Um, I like even, even though she's kind of one note, I do like Pluto a lot. Her design is really cool. I'm a sucker for green hair. <laughs> I would say, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, there's like an episode, I'm really bad at episode titles, where they like go back to, uh, back in time and, and they go back with the help of Pluto and then they're in like the mist and stuff for a really long time and they're like finding out about the kingdom and stuff. And that one was boring to me, to be honest. I know it was important, but that one wasn't exciting because there were no like sexy monsters really in that one. <laughs> yeah, the, the, it, there's wind and that's it. Yeah. They just walk through wind yeah, that for one, half an hour. That one sucked. <laughs> not, not my thing. Like story, important story stuff, but like whatever. So the, the one more thing that I want to talk about, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, but you, you went to the manga as well. Yeah, I haven't read them all, but I've read a lot of them. What was that like? Was that like a a weird comparison to go through? Because I know I I enjoy the manga, but I find it to be in a lot of ways very surprisingly different from the way the show was structured. Yeah, it it was weird because a the only manga that I had ever read before um there's a God, uh there's a steampunk book series that is my favorite book series called The Parasol Protectorate and they did a limited run of manga versions of that and I was like, well this is my favorite book so I'm obviously going to buy this manga. So the only manga that I had read was based off of like an English novel. So I'd never really read manga before. Um, so that whole experience as somebody who reads a lot of comic books was new to me. And I had to kind of, I feel so ashamed saying this, but I had to like, look up how to read this. I was like, in what order do I read these panels? Um, so that was like a learning curve. Uh, but I think the most shocking thing about reading the manga is just how fast everything goes. Like I, I knew that it would go faster than the show that they like, especially the first season where they draw it out. But I was like, Oh wait, what? These people are dead now. Oh, okay. Okay. I, they just got introduced, but Okay. Um, so that was a little trying to like keep pace. I was like trying to watch the show and read the manga in a, you know, kind of at the same time. And that was impossible. So I just gave up and was like, I'm just going to read these. So that was hard for me. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I didn't, nothing else was like super shocking to me again. Cause I was like reading and listening to supplemental stuff that I like kind of was prepared for how different it would be. Um, I like the characterizations of like Venus in the manga and I like uh I like Mars a lot in the manga. Um but yeah, it didn't like trip me up too much because I think I knew I expected them to be super different. I feel like if if the version of Sailor Moon that you have heard about is the very serious badass Sailor Moon, that's kind of what the manga is. That's fair. Yeah. Like that's more the manga than anything else. Yeah, they see a a a person and they're like you're dead now <laughs> immediately. Yeah. I'm killing you. Hey, what's up, Jedi? I am going to burn you to death. 
oh, did you think that we came here to play? Nah. <laughs> give, me five, give me five minutes to transform and then I'm going to kill you. <laughs> very, very intense stuff. All right. So um, I think that's about all we're going to talk about now. We're going to obviously talk about some more stuff when we have you on the show very soon. Uh, which should be enjoyable. Yeah. But um, was there was there anything else like about Sailor Moon and your experience of kind of going all through it so rapidly that uh, that stuck out to you? My it definitely reignited my need to like cosplay. <laughs> I was like, well, I want to dress up now because <laughs> um, like they're fun costumes and like it was another like extension of you know showing my like headlong or headfirst dive into this fandom. So like within so. I, we started. I started watching in January, and at the at the beginning of February, my company Plan Nine Burlesque uh, had a show, and it was Queen themed or or like royalty themed. Um, and we always do a cold open, so like a silly sketch to start the show. And I was like, "Hey, do you guys want to do a Sailor Moon sketch?" So like within two weeks of my fandom, I was like, "Let's dress up and and do stuff with this." So we did like a Usagi. Um, Jupiter and Mars cold open where um, Usagi was doing a self-care day while we were trying to <laughs> fight a monster, which was really fun. Um, and I have like me and some friends are like building some costumes for C2E2. And I don't know, it's a fandom, not all the fandoms that I have, I want to like express so openly. And this is one that I like, because it has that community aspect to it where I like, I want to dress up and talk to people about this new fandom. And I know there's so many people that have been in the fandom since they were kids. And I feel like super late to the party. Like everybody's drunk and I'm, I'm like kind of tipsy and I'm like, come on, we can still go. We can still go. Let's party. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just, I like, I'm excited about it. Cause it, it just makes me feel like happy. And so I want to like connect with people on it and dress up in, you know, silly costumes. Uh, well, with that, uh, did did you end up doing any uh, uh, like any acts as a Sailor Moon character? Or am I misremembering? Um, I go go danced as a uh, as Dark Lady at a show. Um, I just pulled That's... that together. It's not the most accurate of costumes, but I was like, I can buy a pink wig, and I have appropriately sexy dark costumes that I feel like I can do. Uh, draw- <laughs> I, have some, I have a goth dress <laughs> laying around somewhere. Yeah. I got it. Um, Two things. Go-go dancing in a really long blonde or a really long pink like pigtail. Really hard. (laughs) Because when you go-go dance, you get sweaty. And then this like synthetic wig is just like, yeah, I'm touching your butt and I'm going to stick to your whole back. (laughs) So don't go-go dance in a really long wig is the thing that I I have learned. Um, Also, props to people who do Black Moon cosplay because drawing that moon is fucking impossible. (laughs) It took me like 35 times. To draw that moon on my forehead and it didn't i i had to like quit and have somebody else do it. i was like i can't do this anymore because i'm gonna walk out of this dressing room if i have to draw this fucking moon one more time <laughs> very very good uh all right well stella uh thank you for joining me uh for this chibi sode and uh if you are out there listening and you enjoy our talk about uh sailor moon fandom then and you want to hear more of it where we just kind of deep dive into people's experience uh let us know but uh, before we get out of here, would you like to tell everyone where they can find you online? You've mentioned uh, Plan 9 Burlesque, which is your company. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, I, my, on Twitter, I'm at Stella underscore Cheeks. I'm on Twitter too much. Uh, but forewarning, it is mostly about good omens and pro wrestling. <laughs> so just be prepared for that. 
And I uh, run a company in Chicago called Plan 9 Burlesque. If you're interested in coming to see some nerdy burlesque, um, we're at the Newport Theater, and you can go to plan9burlesque.com for information. And um, I co-host a wrestling podcast uh, called Not Your Demographic that comes out weekly um, on cagesideseats.com and wherever podcasts are sold. They're not sold. It's free. <laughs> Look, you can don't tell them don't tell them they're free. They'll stop giving me money. I mean, we have Patreon, but like, yeah, yeah, but like, it technically is free. So, like, give it a whirl. I guess we talk about wrestling, kind of. Honestly, it's I, I don't think it's technically free. I think if you're listening and and uh, not not backing on Patreon, you're stealing and you're a thief. So <laughs> so get to it, listeners. Uh, our guest has been Stella Cheeks this time. This has been Sailor TV Business. Stella, thank you so much. Uh, please continue enjoying Sailor Moon. Once the, hor- once the horse is gone, it gets good again, I promise. I'll get through it, I promise. I'll, I'm, I'm so close. <laughs> uh, we'll be back with a regular episode soon, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.